3: gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
4: Hello, and welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I was a casting director for film and TV and commercials for over 30 years. I transitioned to a celebrity acting coach after I cast a film, New Jersey Drive, with executive producer Spike Lee and director Nick Gomez. I auditioned every rapper from Biggie Smalls to Tupac, and I realized that rappers and musical artists, they needed help transitioning to acting. I feel I have the best of both worlds. As a casting director, I know exactly what they're looking for. And as an acting coach, I can coach you to be remembered in that room. Now, I know. I know actors want to get the job. I get that. But being remembered by a casting director, that is powerful. And now it's time for meditation of the day. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance, Alan Watts. Change happens all the time. There is no getting around it. If you resist it, you will feel it in muscle strain, stress, headaches, and so on. In resisting change, we cause discomfort. Next time change happens, go with it. Don't allow fear to guide you. It's not as bad as you thought it would be. Today, I will dive into something new, knowing
0: it's for my own good. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station,
1: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
0: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
4: Before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone to look out for my new show, Inside the Black Box. I'll be co-hosting with the great Joe Morton. We'll be on Crackle Network real soon. I'll keep you posted. Welcome to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Man, you guys are in for a treat. I am doing the happy dance on the purple moon right now for my guest. My new best friend in my head and, and in, in person too when we meet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, finally, we have a manager. <laughs> I'm so excited. Kat Arcos from Arcos Management. Put your hands together and stand up. Hi, JC. You are saving my mm-hmm. life right now, Kat. <laughs> Yo, oh,
5: you're my new bestie.
4: <laughs> my new bestie for real. I need you to save me today because
5: <laughs> I got you,
4: there are misconceptions. There's misinformation. Mm-hmm. I want to start with the de- definition of what an actor's manager is. Let's just be clear, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, not on your assumptions or hypotheses. Yeah. Right. We have a legitimate manager, owner of her own company. Kat, please define a manager for us.
5: Of course. Well, Tracy, first of all, thank you for having me. I thank am blessed you. to be here. Um, yeah, I think straight facts, right? We're, we're, we're just going to lay the facts out. Um, I'm all about the facts. Uh, as a manager, so I, I have almost 30 clients, amazing, amazing nice. clients. My job as a manager is truly, truly to counsel, to advise, to guide. Um, we are working with actors. Some of them are very developmental, so they're very green in the sense where we're working with them from the very beginning when, you know, getting them set up with headshot photographers um getting their resume formatted correctly um and then casting sites right getting them mm-hmm. on the, the the main casting sites making sure their profiles have everything they need um and and really we are the big picture people, we we are the people that really look at long term as opposed to short term. We're reviewing contracts, offers with our clients as well, just to make sure they're, you know, every decision is intentional and strategic in the sense mm-hmm. where it's it's very, very for me, it's very spirit led. Honestly, like I, I I truly, truly love each one of my clients and I truly want the best for them. So every decision we make, we make it as a team. Um, but I'm usually the one where I always say, like, respect the business, right? This is, mm. this is truly a business. Respect the craft, the business of it, because that, that's where the management comes in. Like We understand what casting directors want to see, um, right. what agents want to see. And, and we kind of bring the whole team together for the client at the end of the day. What I really
4: love, love what you just said, and um, prayerfully all of you are listening, the developmental. Back in the day, and I'm talking black and white TV, (laughs) where... Studios like MGM, you know, Warner Brothers, yes. they developed talent, you know, where, you know, they gave them these deals. Um, um, Rock Hudson, I'm talking older, established actors. But the thing that I love that you said is that when you believe in an actor, you groom them. And mm-hmm. you, you are very specialized and on hands where, you know, we have these, a lot of these older agents and managers who have passed on, but they've had, they had clients like Denzel or Jack Nicholson from day one. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. people will stay with you for their whole career when they know that you have their back. And that's what I really love about what you're doing is developing this talent and you have the vision and you're holding the vision for them. And- building them to that. Um, and I also think that, you know, because managers, you guys can have anywhere from 30 to hundred clients. I mean, but to have 30 clients, it's such a comfort to me because I know that they're getting that attention. They're yes. getting your ear and that's important. Yes. So you develop relationships. Is that correct? Yes.
5: Yes. It's really truly all about the relationship. I choose to have an, a smaller roster of clients just because I do believe on on having that one on one relationship with each one of them. Excellent. Um, and that's pretty much the difference as well with manager and agent agents have like 100 plus clients. Yeah. Um, as a manager, you really, truly, I feel this just my personal opinion. You should have. A really intimate and close relationship with your manager because they are literally your partner in this. They they are your your ride or die. I always say like I'm your ride or die. Like we're doing this together. Um, I believe in you. And and, and it's so crucial, especially nowadays. And I mean, forever, I think, but I think it's so important to have at least one person that is being life-giving, that is supporting you, that is pushing you along, that is saying like, Hey, I'm here. We're going to do this together. Um, I have your back. You have my back. It's a mutual, you know, relationship. And I think that's like the most important thing that you have with your manager, your manager, literally, like you said, from day one till the end of time. Um, if it's a really amazing relationship and, and again, it's not always about the bookings, right? Like I truly think, yes, the bookings are nice. Yes. Uh The fame, the money. But I think, um, I always tell my clients to always dig deep and know your why, like, why are you doing this? Are you doing Uh this because you truly feel alive in front of a camera when you're performing? Um, or are you doing this for just the fame or or to, to be rich? Um, you have to know your why. And I think that why truly motivates you every single day because you're going to need that daily motivation just within yourself.
4: Now, Kat, one of the questions that I get all the time. Mm-hmm. Do I need a manager and an agent?
5: Hmm. Yeah, um, I feel... And again, I preface this because every management, every agency is different. Like I right. always say that at the beginning because everyone has their different business model. As a client, I feel and I and I believe eventually you will. Eventually you will need a manager and agent yeah. because you have everyone on the team doing what they need to do for, for, for the actor, for the client. Right. Um, a lot of people ask me, like, hey, like, is it is it better to get a manager first or an agent first? Because that's always like the follow-up question. Right. Um, if you are starting off, I do believe that a manager will bring you if they believe in you, if they see your talent, if they know the potential you have, the manager will truly, truly develop you from scratch um I have most of my my roster that I they're so talented they just didn't know what to do in the beginning they didn't know where to go they didn't know what sites to go on they get they got scammed so many times yeah and I think as a manager you really want that kind of guidance where it's it's more intimate more one-on-one more like hey let's do this this like create steps in the sense where it's like, okay, let's get your headshots, your resume. Let's get you on these casting sites. Let's get let's start submitting you. And from there, that creates that momentum for us to be able to pitch to agents to come on board. Um, That has been my best strategy when it comes to all of my clients. I, I try. I truly build that momentum in the beginning where it's like, okay, they've booked this and that. And now. That's when the agent wants to kind of bite and say, okay, if they can book this, then then the agent can kind of open up more opportunities and doors for them. And that's how you create a really great team for for actors. What I really love, Kat,
4: we're, we're best friends for life because yeah, for sure. you have on hands, right? So, and what I mean by that, like um, actors, just so that you know, your manager is the one I love when you said guide and counsel, because that is a part of the job. But um, also when you're, you know, kind of freaking out, they talk you off the ledge too, <laughs> you know, don't for kick us sure. towards ongoing <laughs> traffic. Um yeah, But I love the fact that there's a strategy with you. Like, I feel like if I'm actor A, I have some credits. I want, I've been getting callback after callback after callback, mm-hmm. but I'm not booking yet. That you have some sort of strategy yeah. as to why I'm not booking yet. Yeah. But, and you know how to tweak. That's so important, actors, to have 100%. somebody like that on your team. Because an agent doesn't have
5: time no. to do yeah. that. Right. That's so true. The agents, just because they have a bigger roster, they don't have time. And I think that is why agents love working with managers because it's like with clients that have managers because it's like, okay, the manager will take care of that. Like they'll guide them in that sense where it's like, okay, maybe your headshots aren't working. Let's do a whole restrategy right. of your characters, the roles that you really can, can dive into and getting your manager on board with that. I think for me, a lot of my time goes into just headshots, like making sure my clients have the best headshots that really capture their essence and mm-hmm. and the characters that they really can bring to life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, it's strategy and then re-strategy, because if something's not working, it's our job to really sit down with the client and be like, Hey, like this, this isn't working. Let, let's let get some updated headshots. Let's, let's do a target list of mm. certain agencies where it's like, okay, these are the agencies that we've done research on that the client has done research on. Um, and then we can target those and we can, and pitch to those. So I think everything a hundred percent strategy is the keyword in the whole management game, honestly. You are so approachable. After I did
4: your live, I was like whoever is signed to this woman that it's a blessing because oh. you can you are approachable and having a conversation like I I would be the actor that would want to reach out to you and say, Kat, I heard that they're doing a remake of whatever or a reboot of whatever. Um, Can I be submitted for that? And you would, I could have
5: that conversation
4: with you. I
5: have that all the time. My, My clients will text me and they'll be like, Cat, I just saw this, you know, this is coming back. They're doing a remake. I would love, like, I'm like, perfect. Because you have to understand it is a partnership. It, it yeah. is a collaboration when, it, yeah. when you come together with the manager. You cannot, as an actor, expect your manager or your agent to do everything, right? It, it truly is not physically Amen. possible. It's not. Um, we're getting 10, 20% of, of the booking. So at the end of the day, I always say like the percentage as much as, you know, everybody's like, okay, we're supposed to do 20% of the work and everybody, and the actor does the 80%. I feel like me, I I bring my hundred percent and as an actor, you bring your hundred and it's like, we're both doing, you know, working towards the same goals, Mm -hmm. um, but with different responsibilities. And I feel like at the end we are, we're definitely getting traction. We're definitely progressing. We're definitely moving forward. And I think that's the goal. Like I think actors, get so caught off. I'm like, Oh, I didn't book this. I'm not booking mm-hmm. like this is, but I, I I'm here to say like, it truly, truly like it, as long as you're doing this and you see progress and you see you moving from point A to point B, mm-hmm. then that should be enough because this, again, it's, it's not, people think it's like a numbers game. Like if I have 20, 20 auditions in in like a month and I'm, I'm successful, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't see the behind the scenes. They don't see like the sacrifices, the the no's the rejection. And it's just like I tell my clients like I applaud you guys for just doing it, just doing it, because so many people will look at you and say, man, I wish I wish I was doing that, you know, just wishing and hoping. But you guys are actually doing it. And that is a 100 percent. So admirable. Um, It it pushes me as a manager to like push more, you know, to do more, Um, because it, it truly is is. The passion for all of yeah. us, like this, is our passion. My passion is to really make my clients, you know, goals come true, their dreams come true. I say I don't like to say dreams because I feel like it's like a dream is not really reality. I like right. to say about we're we're about goals. Let let's accomplish these goals together and and make them reality. Because if we keep dreaming, then at the end of the day, we're just gonna keep dreaming, and and yeah. you know nothing's going to happen. So I think turn your dreams into a goal for sure. And and really try everything you can to accomplish that goal and make it happen. That's my take on it. Such a such a
4: comforting (laughs) man. No, you know, you know, actors just like I know actors. So if they need that comfort, in this day and age of the pandemic and Zoom, mm-hmm. how do you find talent? You know, we we know the normal ways we used to have it, right? I but know right? <laughs> how how do uh, how do you go out and seek these talented actors and actresses?
5: So with the pandemic, obviously, I think I I did take a pause, um, mm. just just safety wise. Yeah, um, I I was on clubhouse um yes you, or you were at clubhouse yeah, too, Chase, you, right yeah yeah so so I went on there another agent friend of mine was like you need to get on clubhouse like it's the thing right now and this was like the end of last year and I was like okay cool like um uh, she signed me up she like sent me an invite shout out to Michelle from Hayes college I love her so much um Yay. but she she got me into clubhouse and that initially I was like you know let, let's see what this is about like I didn't know what I didn't know what to expect right um, so I went on and and i i was on stages, you know, in these rooms with actors. So a lot, a lot from this year, early this year, came from Clubhouse because it was our, it was my chance to connect um, Mm. just by voice, right? Like we weren't even seeing each other. It was just like Mm -hmm. a little picture of everybody and then everybody would just come on and talk. So majority of this year's clients that I signed on are from Clubhouse because I had no way to kind of, you know, we weren't as managers and agents, we weren't going to showcases, we mm-hmm. weren't doing any of that at that point. And it was just like, I, I I, love bringing on new faces. So I was like, I need some new faces, but I just trust the God. I was like, you know, I, I feel like every every client of mine, it somehow, some way God just led me to them or God led them to me. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm always at peace because I know. The people that I represent are are truly, honestly, for me, they're very, I'm I'm very spirit led to them. And I think, yeah, I think Clubhouse was a really innovative way to to connect with potential actors. And then from there, they sent me their stuff and 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 I had already like been talking to them. So I was like, okay, I love I love their chemistry Um, a lot of people say like, what, what do managers want to see? Like, like, how does the manager know if they want to sign somebody on? Honestly, for me, it really comes down to that initial connection, that chemistry, um, that one-on-one aspect of it. I feel like if we can just talk as, as just regular people, as like heart Uh to heart, Uh then that for me, is, is amazing. Like you don't get that with everyone, honestly. And then no. from there, obviously I look at headshots. I look at the resume. I look at the training, the training for me, I think is the very crucial because i'm like okay what what classes have they been in what coaches mm-hmm. like what what work have they been doing behind the scenes working right. on the craft because those are the people i want to partner up with because if they're doing the work already they if i just come on and just give them that guidance and that counsel then where that's where the magic happens right um So, yeah, I look for personality. I look for chemistry. I look for work ethic. And then also the respect for the craft and the the training. I think that's always my biggest things to look for with potential client. I'm glad you said work ethic because I'm always promoting that. Mm
4: -hmm. It's not your manager's job to give you information, especially we live in this era of Google. Um, So you have to do your due diligence as Well. well. I want to ask you what things um, because that's and I and I prayerfully you guys wrote that down. What are some of the things that really are your pet peeves about actors? And maybe they are, pro- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to, because I'm telling no, you, I, I love it. Every question because I love it. I I love when we have. Agents on and managers because you can hear it from them and listen, comprehend, and write this stuff down.
5: Yeah, Um, I'll name a few for sure. Some of my top is excuses. Mm. (laughs) I feel like no. I think it's like I said. I'm I'm very straightforward, very direct. Um, I think excuses for me are are my biggest pet peeve because. I, I I feel like there's sometimes there's, especially now, I feel like during the summertime, people like our actors get a little like relaxed and they're like, oh, you know, I'd rather go to the beach. And like, yeah. you know, it's cool. It's cool. Um, you know, we only get three months here. So it, it, you got to take advantage. Right. But um, I just feel like in this industry, there really are no excuses. I mean, there's mm-hmm. excuses as far as, you know, a family emergency. I tell my clients all the time, like, Family first. Right. And and, and that for me is something that's truly very important for me. Um, unless there's a family emergency or, you know, someone's sick or something, I feel like there really should be no excuses to get a tape done, to do some research, to work on your craft, to get into classes, um, not even financial. Like, I think if you truly want something, you will do everything it, right. it takes mm-hmm. to to make it happen. That's right. Um, you know, and, and I, and I say this because I have clients and, and I, and, and there's one client that I love to death. She's an amazing client and she has an autoimmune disease, but oh, this, wow. this girl, like I, I, sometimes she has me in tears because I'm like, um, she has lupus and, and but she just does it. like she, if yeah. she has no, I tell my clients, if she has no excuses, then no one should have any excuses. None. Cause this, this client of mine is like such a hard worker, doesn't care like that she has this, this disease. And like, it's just, it breaks my heart because I'm like, if, if honestly she can do it, anyone can do it. Like That's right. there's just no excuses for this. So I am very limited on the excuses when that happens um um pet peeves another one would be like maybe uh denying an audition maybe turning Mm -hmm. an audition down that's a big one yeah that one for me is is kind of honestly it feels like a slap in the face because I think as agents and managers we 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 are also competing with other agents, other managers in the sense where they're submitting their clients, you know, even even managers submit their clients. Like, I'll be honest, I submit my clients that they don't have an agent because I just honestly wouldn't want an opportunity to pass any of my clients just because they don't have an agent. So if I have the means, if I have um, the breakdowns coming in and if I have these profiles, then I as a manager, I'm going to do everything I can to push my clients along. Not to say when we bring an agent, that's a conversation that has to happen between the team where it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, now the manager can step back. Now we can focus on other things, rightfully so. And then the agent does the submitting from that point. Um, So, yeah, denying auditions for me. I think there's just also some excuses that come with that where it's like, yeah, oh, like maybe like if an actor reads a breakdown and they f- they feel like if they personally feel like oh maybe I'm too I, I'm too young for this or I'm too old for this I'm not sure why casting is asking for me to tape for me I'm like they see something right that's and, right and, and you as a casting director would probably agree like they see something and, mm-hmm. and it's something that maybe we're not in in the loop with yeah but I feel like you just gotta do it. Like yeah. there like you can't question these things. It's just like just do the work, right? Right. Just do the work, get yourself on teeth, do your best work and just put it out there. Yeah, I think there's a lot of um self-sabotage when it comes to that. I, I think it's very like you're trying to sabotage your own opportunities. And I, yeah. and I think it's it's a fear of hey, maybe you'll get this, right? And then what happens? Um right. so I just think you just have to. When my clients talk about like declining auditions, I'm just like, I get very irritated because there's so much work behind the scene that goes behind getting these auditions. Just getting a self-tape request is a blessing. I say that all the time. It is truly a blessing. You win against thousands of other actors and you are getting invited to the party. You are literally an exclusive invite. Hey, we want to see what you can do. We want to see your performance. Um, so I think declining an opportunity like that is, is really just like a self-sabotage move for me. Um, (laughs) and it can kill so many opportunities just because you're in your head. Yeah. Um, and then, Other things can be something like not following directions. Like, I think for me, um, my job is to guide clients. But if they're not taking the guidance, if they're not open minded or if they're kind of, I would say maybe a little confrontational, like, oh, like, you know, there is no room for taking anything personal. I think as a manager, I tell my clients my job is to be honest with you guys. If I'm not honest with you guys, then we're not What's the point? Right. right. What, like, I can't sit here and be like, yes, yes, that's awesome. Where uh, you need to update your headshots. I, I am very straightforward in the sense where it's like, this is business. This is business. It's not to take anything I say personal. Obviously, I'm not certain managers that are very like cutthroat. I, yeah. I feel like I'm very life giving in the sense where it's
4: life. This
5: is what you should do and this is why you should do it. And, and we should all be on the same page with that. You know what I
4: mean? Um,
5: so cat,
4: I swear I have to do a cat part two. I have <laughs> to do. No, I do. I'm putting this out here now. I'm going to text you because I feel like I'm in an alternate universe today. 28 minutes flew by. We have four minutes left. And I want to give all of those minutes to you, whatever advice, guidance. But I do want to say this, Kat, really quickly, that what challenges me is when actors that I really believe in and that are talented ask me if I could refer a manager, if I could refer an agent, right? Then I do it. And then they call me and say, you know, can you call that agent manager and tell them to slow down? Because I had three self-tapes. That infuriates me because you're not ready. Don't ask for a manager or an agent until you are ready because this is show business and you have stuff on the table waiting. So whatever you want to give them, Kat, we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, a part two. I'm going to get Kat Arcos back on because a third of my questions I've asked, Kat. So I need you back. (laughs)
5: <laughs> I'll be back for you, Tracy. Anything for <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank you. Um, I think that that is very important. What, what you just said for me is why I do what I do. As a manager, when you bring a manager on, you are ready to be held accountable. That's what I say yeah. all the time. I said oh. when you when you bring a manager on, that's when the accountability comes in, and you're like, okay, I need to I need to get it together because then right. you have another person on your team. That is also counting on you to, to do the work, right? When you bring a manager on, I promise you, it it is a huge decision. It is something that I always say, don't rush it. Do not rush it because I think at the end of the day, you really want uh, your manager to be that one person that you're like, okay, I can go to my manager for anything. I don't feel intimidated because I feel like a lot, a lot of clients that I talk to, they're like, oh, I can't even like approach my my representative because yeah. I don't know how they're going to react. And, mm-hmm. and that's a problem that I think yeah. that's a red flag, because I feel like going to your reps should feel so seamless, should should feel like like you're going to a friend, like you're going to to a family. Like this is this is your person. It's your person. Yeah. So there, there should be no intimidation. There should be no fear. You guys are both human, like at the end of the day and, and you just bring different things to the table. Right. Um, because us as reps, we, we, Actors are crucial to us, and and I think to the whole show business, the so the whole industry. The actor, you guys are so valuable and crucial to the whole the whole business. Yeah. So I, if I can leave here today, saying to my actors and all every even my clients, um, to be empowered, right? Be empowered right. that you you guys are are so valuable in this, mm. and and I think. When you do partner up with a rep, whether it's a manager, an agent, you need to know that you have that power that you like take your take your power back because it's it's something that goes with confidence. It's something that, you know you have to pray up, right? I'm all about, you know, you have to discern, you have to do all of these things in order to really make that decision that it's Um, time for you to get a manager. Um, Because when that manager comes on, they are going to, like you said, they're going to, there's one of my clients this week had like 10 auditions, 10 auditions in one week. Oh, my God. And she got it done. Like, she didn't complain once. She time management her whole time. Like, she was like, okay, I'm doing this, this priority. We went through the whole strategy. She has gotten, like, 30 auditions in this whole just month alone. Like, she oh has, this. Is, this is a record high for her. But that should give everybody hope, like, it's happening. You know, yeah. um, New York is going through this whole renaissance Mo- movement where it's like everything's coming back to life, especially right. after this whole pandemic. And this is the time. This is the time to shine. This is the time to really put the work in. Um, This is the time to, if you need to partner up with a rep that really, truly understands you as a person, you as a creative, as an artist, this is the time. um, But you have to be ready. Like you said, Tracy, you have to be ready for that because it's not a game. No, there is no like room for, for, I need to get this. I need to get this ready. Like it, it, it just has to happen. There's, there's no excuse. There's no excuses. There
4: are no (laughs) excuses. And I'm going to tell you, Kat, it is such a pleasure and so refreshing to know that you exist and that you are out here. No, because you are getting these actors ready for me. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Because after the self-tape, you know, Elsa and I are in callbacks now. And <laughs> prayerfully, we go back to live auditions and callbacks, but then we got to get on Zoom. And, and and Elsa and I can yeah. tell you stories. There are actors who can give you the best audition. They give great audition, but then <laughs> fall in callback or they may fall at a table read. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful that there's someone out there like you that are really preparing these actors for the truth and the work. And, you know, this is why people don't leave you and don't want to leave you. You are a security blanket. You know, it's it's a, it's very good to know that you can go to someone who will listen and give you the direct answer and just be brutally honest in a loving way. That's why, you know, we're the spirited actor. You're the spirited manager, man. You yes. know, to just be for real. You are so comfortable in your, in, in, in your um, religion, your belief system, you are so mm-hmm. comfortable speaking of it. And I think that that is a tremendous blessing, a tremendous blessing. Okay. So, Kat, we're doing part two. I got to book you. I'm <laughs> so happy to have you on. But I have hearts of flutter right now because... We are getting ready to do class in session. And I know these actors are going to be, ooh, there. Killing. you guys better be ready for cat. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm so grateful and so blessed that you're staying with us. So ladies and gentlemen, sit back. We'll be back on the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. Cat's not going anywhere for class in session.
0: Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose,
1: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've
0: always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In
1: response to attacks against Asian Americans. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Welcome back to the Spirited Actor Podcast with me, Tracy Moore. You are still blessed to have the presence of Kat Arcos. Yes, from Arcos Management. And we are so excited to still have her here with our Spirited Actor during class in session. So how we play this game, <laughs> we are going to have Spirited Actor alumni read for Kat and then whatever constructive criticism, notes, tips she wants to give, we are so open and grateful to receive. So today we have Leon Amato, also our writer in residence. And spirit actor alumni OG, Leon. Hey. Hey, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our spirit actors, Julius Reese, who's going to be reading with us today. How are you doing, everyone? And you know, Reina, I like it when you say your last name. Reina, spirit actor alumni. Reina yo. Ooh, I love when she says it. And... Last but not least, our spirit actor alumni OG, Miss Jalisa Capri, who will be reading the narrative for this scene today. Yeah. And all of our scene, cat, Leanne Amato is our writer. She does all the writing. Okay. Love so that. is everybody, yeah, I'm excited. Is everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So on action, Jalisa. Tito Who? Written by Leanne Amato. Interior, overcrowded Bronx apartment Kitchen, moments later
6: All right, ma I'm not gonna say nothing I don't know why you always gotta say that Carolina cuts off her mother Before she can say anything else And heads towards her cousin, Rosalita On the couch Did you hear about Tito? What Tito? Natalie's son's father? No, he has new no boyfriend, Tito Oh, yeah. What about him? Well, supposedly, he wants to bring his daughter here from Puerto Rico, and they want us to treat her like a prima and let her stay here so that she feels at home. Shit. You better hope they don't try to squeeze her in your room. I know. They better not squeeze her in my room. They better not squeeze her in your room. (laughs) It's your room, too, tonta. Why are you saying it's my room? I don't know. for dramatic effect. I was just trying to have your back.
4: They sit like two mean girls judging the rest of the fam sitting around.
6: Everybody in this family—they are such hypocrites. I mean, look, they all doing exactly what they said they wouldn't do. Yes, it's true. I can't believe the Amaria would let another one in after letting sixteen people live here. Ugh. Hey, that's my mother. My bad. Look. Don't say anything about what I told you, okay? I can't stand people talking about people.
4: Rosalita holds up her pinky finger, vowing to promise, and making a face like she knows better. Carolina matches her pinky.
6: All right, look, I'm going to go to the room. I'm going to move some shit so it looks more full. I'll be back. Great idea. Yeah.
4: Carolina walks off. Rosalita
6: looks at her cousin Hector. Word on the streets is that Tito got a daughter.
1: Nah.
3: Little Tito got a girl pregnant?
6: No. Dia's new boyfriend, Tito.
4: Oh.
6: And scene. Oh,
5: good job, you guys. Okay, I'm going to throw it to you, Pat. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I I love it. Because I can truly relate to it. So great writing, great acting. Um, Girls, you guys are so spicy. I love it. (laughs) I just (laughs) love what you guys bring to each of the characters. I feel like you guys truly make it your own, which I think is very crucial um, when you're playing these characters. Because I I feel, for me, it's very... um, it's very liberating to see you guys perform because it's like wow like people can relate to this and I think when mm-hmm. you when you are relatable you transform these emotions to to other people like myself I was like yeah that that sounds like my cousin that sounds like my prima yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I was so in it um so I think you all did an amazing job I feel like I'm I'm always about pacing Um, I feel like it kind of felt a little fast, like I felt like it was going a little fast where I kind of felt Mm -hmm. like I'm all about sometimes just those small little pauses that truly make such of a difference. You know, uh, just taking your time, like taking your time, really being invested in these scenes and and pacing it, pacing it to Mm -hmm. the sense where it's like, okay, you're kind of not rushing Mm-hmm. Through it, just to get through the get through the lines. Um, that would be my only takeaway because I feel like, again, you guys did an amazing job. Um, just the pacing. I feel like if there was maybe some other like pauses or or kind of some taking your time with some of the the lines, they would hit a little stronger. Mm. Um, you know what I mean, Tracy? Like, yeah. No, that's
4: a great note. That's a really <laughs> great note because breaths. Yeah. We always talk yes. about actors taking that breath in the scene. Yeah. And this is a classic example of like when actors say, Oh, I only have one line or I only have a very mm-hmm. small role. Um, Julius, your performance to me was just as impactful as Leanne and Rena's. Yeah. And it was, you know, not a lot of lines, but yeah.
5: I loved it. I, I think you guys did all amazing. I would just. Yeah. Just practice the timing of it. The, the, the certain breaths, like you said, Tracy, like just mm-hmm. breathe it out sometimes. And, and I promise you there's self tapes that I watch from my actors that it's like, it could be like those little one-liner co-stars. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they take their time with it and, and really make it their own and, and pace themselves makes such a big difference Makes such a big difference because if you like you said if you have one line and you're like okay this is just one line but that one line honestly it's it's the world right whoever's watching it um but you guys are you guys killed it you guys killed it I would just pace it just a little slower just kind of just feel it out more breathe through it and kill it you guys killed it you guys killed it (laughs) Well, and what we also like to offer, Elsa
4: forwards you their um, picture and resume so that you can have their information. So, um, yay. Okay, great. So Elsa is going to do that and then you'll have that. But these are Mm -hmm. my people and I always enjoy watching them perform and especially performing in front of our industry guests because you Know this is real, you guys. We're not mm-hmm. playing games, and you know, like, and then we have stories. That's why I'm going to bring Kat back on because I'm going to give her specific stories that are going to try to jog her memory so she could tell us, yeah, know, her experiences because we learn from everybody. So, you guys, I to just learn, want yeah. you guys to put your hands together, please, again, for Kat, Arcos amazing amazing you are amazing Kat as, an, are amazing. as a manager and just as a spiritual being in general that you can't get any better than working with someone like this who you know genuinely cares for you that's just yeah. beautiful because yeah. we know Kat this is Show business. It's show um, business. Not a it's lot of show cats business out there. Just so you
5: guys know. <laughs> all glory to God, Tracy. I'm. I, I. think I'm so thankful to have met Amen. you. Um, for having you on our live and and just building this amazing relationship and connection. And I am here for it all. Like anything I can do to help actors, as you guys can see, my cup, right? Serve, um, serve like Jesus. Oh. I feel like the. As the manager, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm serving. I'm serving the actors. I'm serving any casting directors, anybody that that really needs my, my services and my expertise. So I'm here for it. I love you so much. I love, I love all of you guys. I you do, guys are all And amazing. I'm so grateful to have you in my life. Thank you
4: so much. Mm-hmm. And I love you. More <laughs> to come, Kat. More to come. <laughs> we, you gotta call me. Call me. We I chat. am. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely calling you because I need conversation. Um, so you Stop. guys, Spirit Act alumni, come thank on. you guys again. Once again, give it up. For Cat our host of Arcos Management. Yes. And we will be back on the Spirit Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore, and I'm gonna give you some love. And now it's time for Give Love. I have a friend who is from Italy, and in the beginning of the pandemic, she showed me photos of her family and friends in a town playing guitars and singing on their balconies. The whole town was completely shut down. I said, oh no, that would never happen in America. Cut to, we are shut down. The pandemic hits America. I can say that I was truly proud of New Yorkers because that's where I live, but we rallied together in my neighborhood to find ways of staying positive and creating ways to uplift everyone. Don't forget to look out for us on our new show, Inside the Black Box. My co-host will be Joe, the legend Morton. It's going to be the Spirited Actor podcast on steroids. We'll be streaming on the Crackle Network. I'll keep you posted. Thank you for joining us on the Spirited Actor podcast with me, Tracy Moore. I look forward to
0: our next Spirited podcast. Thank you.